0: Hello, Beloveds. Hello, Beloveds. You are, I am, Beloved. Oh, I love that word, Beloved. I hear it so many different ways. Be loved. As a command for each of us. Be loved. And it sounds so simple. Don't we all want to be loved? But to be loved. And then, oh my goodness, to be loved by ourselves, to cast upon our own being the mercy and the compassion, the forgiveness that we deserve and all deserve. We are spiritual beings. And what that means is the spiritual qualities that we would imagine to belong to power greater than us. This power has been gifted to us. So I actually have the gift of infinite compassion, the gift of infinite forgiveness. You have the gift of infinite compassion, infinite forgiveness. But just like any gift, just because we have the gift does not mean we use it. Haven't you ever been given a gift and you know it went in the goodwill pile or you gave it away or you know you snubbed your nose at it or you just you just didn't receive the gift you somehow some way for some reason rejected the gift when are you when am I rejecting the gift? of the spiritual qualities that we can embrace ourselves with, hold ourselves with. It's interesting, my morning, I, um, I'm i on my own for a few weeks. My husband is away, and I'm just really naming this time Solitude. And I'm a goal-oriented person, so that's the goal of my, you know, my breath work, my meditation, my visioning, my yoga, my prayer work. You know, I have a long list of, of things I do uh, as a spiritual being, as a spiritual coach, practitioner, and last night I didn't sleep so well, and oh, I woke up a little bit late, and I looked at my phone I made a phone call and before I knew it my kind of window for my practice was shrinking so instead of doing my yoga this morning I just went into prayer for myself because I could feel that part of me wanting to beat myself up for you know scrolling through the news instead of you know getting down on that mat And I I just had so much compassion for myself. I gave myself mercy, forgiveness, compassion. And I I found myself, my eyes misting up, like, wow. It feels so good to actually love myself, forgive myself, have compassion with myself like I would a friend who, you know, woke up without, you know, a, a decent amount of sleep and was kind of slowly making her way forward. I wouldn't be in a state of judgment of that person. And yet that self-incrimination for so many of us is top of mind. That's what we come together to soften and eventually release. I welcome you to Prayer on the Air. My name is Angela Montano. And with your listening and participating One of three ways, either you're on my email list, angelamontano.com, and you got an email. And via that email, you have instructions for how to be on this call live. And you picked one of two. You either found a number, there's international numbers, so all over the world, you can call in to prayer on the air so we can talk to each other live i can hear your prayer request and together we all over the world lift you up and hold you in the light of wholeness your true nature so that's the telephone and if you're tuning in that way star two allows you to raise your hand i invite you to do that now and i can call on you when we get to that part okay you may have pressed the link most people join via the link And that is where you just press that link on your computer, and you're hearing me, and there's a little square, and you write your prayer request in, your comment, your question, anything you like. And then I read that, and we pray for you. Now, you also, the third way, may be listening through a streaming service, Spotify, um, uh, Apple Podcasts, something like that. And then you're not hearing live, but the energy of prayer is always alive, always. A prayer written, spoken from the heart thousands of years ago is alive today. So I welcome you into the living energy of prayer, even as you're listening to this as a podcast. I also invite you to uh, go to my website and come to our uh, prayer on the air live if you so wish. So that being said, we're going to begin with our opening prayer. After that, I take requests, and we get this prayer party started. And then we close in prayer. It's an hour. And uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being here. When I was doing a bit of my spiritual practice in prayer this morning, even though, as I said, it was abbreviated, I came upon a quote I had never heard before by a person I had never heard before, Reynold Newber, And this man is, I kind of, I looked him up after I read this quote, and uh, he is considered a, a great thinker. Uh, of the of the 20th, uh, 20th century, and uh, do you ever find that isn't it amazing <laughs> the things you you live all these years and like the people or things you've not heard of at least that is how it is for me. But this quote just like grabbed my heart. Nothing we do, however virtuous, can be accomplished alone. Therefore, we are saved by love. Nothing we do, however virtuous, can be accomplished alone. Therefore, we are saved by love. That, to me, could be another definition of prayer, as I collect so many ways of speaking of that, which is too vast to be named. I am, you are, we are. Let us be saved by love. I am, you are, we are born of love. Might we walk, talk, live, listen, rest, sit, dance, swim, whatever activity we're engaged in. Might we do so in the recognition that we're born of love, saved by love. This prayer collective would not be possible without you and I together. It happens together. Two gathered in the name and nature of divine loving intelligence. When that occurs, there's a magnification of awareness. I give thanks for this. I dedicate this prayer on the air to love, to love, to realizing who and what we are as love. And to allowing ourselves to be saved by love. I declare this prayer on the air deeply, uniquely blessed. I name it miraculous. I accept that that which is to be said is said. What is to be heard is heard. What is to be released is released. And that which is to be embraced. Is embraced. Amen. 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 So it's interesting as I pop over to our written requests, uh, I see the first one. Thank you for this wonderful prayer circle. I'm asking for prayer for self love and self acceptance and to release all negative feelings and memories I hold about myself. And that comes from Jackie in New York. So isn't it interesting, Jackie? It's like we're already in some way in the same current. You know, and it is possible that loving ourselves is the most challenging things. of, is among the most challenging things we will ever do to really truly bring The love that each of us is, the living love each of us is to our life and to how we perceive our life. And I love that, Jackie, with self acceptance, you, I mean, self love, you added self acceptance. And aren't the two extraordinarily, you know, intertwined? And I do believe it's in love and acceptance that it's not even like from there we have to release all the negative feelings, they kind of fall away. When we embrace and love ourselves and accept ourselves, those negative feelings fall away. And he said, and memories I hold about myself. You know, that's interesting because so often we, the memory that we hold about ourselves, there's a couple different things that can happen there. One, you know, maybe I did harm to someone And I'm in guilt. I feel guilt about it. And it is possible to make amends to a person I've harmed, a person you've harmed. I'm sorry. And if it doesn't make sense to speak it to that person, you can make what in 12 step programs is considered to be a living amends. We're going forward you you make a promise to yourself to do differently to do better And that is one of the ways we grow personally. You know, it's very tender, It takes a lot of courage to see the error of our ways. You know, to be human is to err. Maya Angelou said, I make 899 mistakes a day. No, somehow we have to find within ourselves a willingness to love the mistake making. And of course, there's a whole other level of perception where there are no mistakes, meaning that every mistake I've made was my lesson. And I was meant to make that mistake to learn the lesson. That's how I grow. know, does it doesn't mean I've, I've never fallen short of expressing the love that i am it just means every time i do and have and will fall short is somehow sacred and holy and a setup for a deepening and it takes so much again i'm going to use that word courage it takes so much courage to embrace this process um And, you know, interesting, as I read your request, Jackie, it says, you know, at the end, it says, well, I'll read the whole thing again. I'm asking for prayer for self-love and self-acceptance and to release all negative feelings and memories I hold about myself. And I found I find myself, Jackie and everyone, just really sort of landing on I hold about myself I hold like don't we all have ourselves to some degree in a vice grip in a hold almost like I'm having an image come to mind like I'm holding myself down you know Um, I'm even thinking right now of that image we saw of George Floyd you know being murdered, you know, held down, knee to the neck, that violent issue, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. You know, I know that's a really brutal image for me to bring up at the beginning of our prayer call, but I I just wonder how much that is, how unforgiving we are, how little space we give ourselves just to breathe just to breathe just to be a learning living loving portal of humanity divinity could we loosen up could we get that knee off our own necks so to speak and not hold ourselves in a grip bound to some mistake of the past bound to some regret could we just walk free? Could we walk free? Could we be a house united rather than a house divided? So many of us we go through the day voting, I did good, I did bad. You know, I saw myself like that this morning, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to the yoga. Mm-hmm. Two demerits against me. But I went when I went into prayer. I found my own merciful heart. You know, with that mercy, maybe I'll do a little yoga this afternoon, or maybe it's good to have a rest day, or who knows what, who knows what grace may be in store for me with that kindness toward myself. And where could you offer kindness to yourself? Where might you offer that kindness? Ah, so let us pray for Jackie. You know, as I turn within to prayer, even as this request Jackie makes, you know, it feels like I wrote it. Maybe for you, it feels like you wrote it. At the same time, we want to deeply honor that this came out of from this portal of presence of divinity, known, labeled, named Jackie. And we just want to begin with just how utterly important Jackie is, how truly precious she is. And some yearning in her heart called her to this written prayer. And it lands in our hearts. It lands for us to lift her up in the freedom of self-love, and self-acceptance. It lands in our hearts to send and presence the love that we are where she is. That would be everything she needs to free herself. The love, the mercy, the compassion, the forgiveness, the release of denial, the letting go of guilt, of anger, of any obsession with a past event. We are to know the actual real living and brand new acceptance that's available for Jackie today. The brand new love, because every time we accept ourselves or another, it's always brand new. So I open deeply And I say yes to self-love and self-acceptance. I see Jackie letting herself off out of a hold. I see ease in being and expressing. And I give thanks for the word spoken. I let it be. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Hmm. thank you so much, Jackie. We're gonna to go to the phones, and it looks like Annie in California. Can you hear me, Annie? I can hi How can't. are you I'm good. What is your
1: request? Yeah, I'm so moved by that plan.'m mm. sorry I because it's it's my issue too and Thank you for being there for all of us. Um, I've had a question that I've been wanting to ask for the last probably four weeks on the prayer line. That I, I um, I felt it was it was a whiny question, or it was pathetic, or I was I was being a victim, or but I'm asking it today. I'm sorry. That that prayer just moved me. Um just well,
0: you take your time. I uh
1: am feeling Um, as if um, I'm having difficulty accepting the choices that I made in my life because it makes me feel like i my life feels unfulfilled and and um and uh acknowledging that I had some wounds that I had to work through. But uh, the manifestation that I wanted for my life did not happen. I mean, some of them did and I have so, so, so much to be grateful for, for the blessings that that the universe has brought me. But there are things that I didn't get. And um uh, And dealing with the loss of that. I'm 73. And uh, I'm also recovering from COVID. So I'm probably feeling particularly vulnerable today. But, um, you know, the self-love and issue with, you know, have someone accept that You know, I know that, you know, as as a a spiritual person, I say, you know, your journey was your own, and it was particular to you. And everything happened for a reason, and I can do all those, what feels today like rationalizations of, of unfulfilled choices. And um of choices that that, um I regret but I was on the on the path to to fulfill them, but they didn't happen. And I don't know what I'm asking right now. Um that um you know, um what does one do with 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 these feelings except but to say, Well, you were on your own journey and you know you know right, the universe or God knows more than you, and you know accept his knowing and
0: but what do you do with the feelings yeah okay so let let me speak to that, and let's see where we get with it, okay so I, I I hear you, and first of all, I just want to say, you know your tears that you shed right now are holy tears, the releasing tears when A being allows themselves, ourselves to be deeply moved by prayer, like you let yourself be moved by the prayer thus far prayed. You know, that is powerful and a miracle and suggests an opening. So I just want to begin with that. And now I want to speak insights into what I am hearing and we'll see. What happened? So, all right. So, and and bear with me. You know, I sometimes pause in sort of weird ways. I'm adjusting my uh-huh. my. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, and 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 just bear with me here. So, you know, what you say is I have difficulty accepting choices I've made. The choices I've made. Have led me to like a searing sense of unfulfillment that plagues my life that's what I'm hearing like how do I cope with this this feeling, even though, like you said, a lot of things are good, you have a lot to be grateful for, but you're really in a in a you know in a state in a state of consciousness of that which is self- blamed. You know, it's like a game show, door number one, door number two, door number three, you put door number one, wah, wah. too bad for you, you should have picked door number three, and then you see what's under, you know, behind door number three. Oh my God, I should have picked that door, you know, it has that kind of almost flavor, like, I thought I was choosing correctly, it turned out I was choosing incorrectly, and I'm going to say this. This is all made up in your mind. This is all made up. You have some sense of what you have as less than. You look around. Maybe you compare yourself to other people. You imagine through your own mind a better life. And the life you live will always feel like some degree of a loss. Because it doesn't measure up, it doesn't match the best version that you quote unquote wanted. Yeah. So, you know, the prayer here is is really about you know waking up from this very harsh sort of dream you're dreaming and I want to I want to challenge you on a few things one of the things I want to challenge you on is I chose you know choices I made I what I, I, I want to challenge you on the idea that there are choices you made you know meaning like do we make choices Annie or do we arrive At points in our life when that decision is sort of made through us, apparently by us. But I would love you to just consider this idea and just contemplate it. What if it couldn't have happened any other way? You know, what if your life is the very essence, your life, life itself? is the very essence of a deeper fulfillment than the stressful thoughts you are believing allows you to connect with.
1: Could you clarify that more
0: please? Just saying, what you think should have happened, could have happened, is all an illusion. It's all living just as a concept, an idea in your mind. It is imagination. You know, where is that Annie? You know, it it doesn't that Annie doesn't exist with whatever you want to have that you don't have now, and I'm. I'm just saying, what if the path you've lived has been all along exquisitely, exquisitely guided and directed by a profound loving intelligence? And though you judge it as less than, not enough, what if this life is utter triumph, utter victory? What are your thoughts regarding that?
1: Well, I breathed more deeply. Yeah. Um. It, it, but you know, it, I'll be honest with you. It feels like it feels like a rationalization to make me feel better. Right. I. Mm-hmm. You know, I. Mean, I know that's ugly, but that's that's. And, and I, what went I, through my head.
0: I appreciate you saying that, and you mentioned that earlier. Like I can, you know, give myself a little temporary relief by rationalizing, but. Even the word rationalizing, you're still in the realm of thought. You're still thinking, you know, and believing. You know, you're, it it sounds like you're really attached and committed to a framework of winning and losing, a dualistic field of good and bad right and wrong high and low the in crowd the out crowd that is a paradigm that constitutes suffering your peace comes from emancipating liberating yourself from the belief in two powers the belief there's a Right decision and a wrong decision, a good way and a bad way. As you let go of the belief in two powers, what you release is right and wrong, better, worse, should, shouldn't, good life, bad life. And you are present to the mysterious kaleidoscope of life happening and then you are free to be in wonder and enjoyment of this life that God is as you no no again I can't unbelieve for you the stressful thought there's a better life and I messed up, and I forgot to, take, to to pick that life. I'm 73, and now, you know, well, you know, I made my bed. I guess I better lie in it. Like, I can't unbelieve that stressful thought for you, but I do know and what I can see for you that that thought is not of God. It is not of truth. It has no reality to it. It's just what you believe. I could believe very, very deeply right now. I am ugly. I am ugly. I could believe that thought. My mind would be of that.
1: sound ugly.
0: I said I could believe the thought. I am ugly. Okay. Uh-huh. And my mind will gain evidence. Oh, look at my legs now. Blah blah blah. Look at da 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 da. The mind gains evidence for what you believe. I could believe. I am beautiful. And my mind will go to work on that. You're believing a very stressful thought as if it's true. And if you drop into your humility, which is the I don't know mind, can you absolutely know there's some life you should have had that you missed out on? No, you can't absolutely know that. You imagine one. But you cannot know that, not in reality. You know, so strong hold that this stressful thought has on you, it it has this on you because rather than really questioning that belief, really sincerely and humbly questioning that belief, you're caught. In it, as is, it's real. It's not real. It is not real. So, have, what is
1: my process? What is my process here? I mean, to unbelieve it. I guess. I mean, I, and that.
0: I mean, that's our prayer. There, you know. I recommend the. I mean, the willingness to unbelieve it is number one. You know. Let's see about just the willingness. You know, the the prayer I want to lead you in right now. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you were wrong about this? Wouldn't you love being wrong? Don't you love being wrong? Wouldn't it be wonderful to be wrong? Do you understand? Yeah. Do you? you Yeah,
1: I understand. I understand what you're saying. I, I, you know, I, I have to, I, I, uh, I, uh, I, I guess. So I, I, I just feel. I need to feel. as this that all of my choices?
0: No, you don't need to feel anything. You need to simply question that belief. Is it true? Is it true? Remember, when we're spiritual beings on a spiritual react, uh, path, we're interested in the truth. The truth shall set you free. The truth, not your story. The truth that you free. Seek ye first the kingdom and all things are added unto you. The kingdom is the truth. Question, Annie, question. Is it true there's some life I should have had? Is it truth? There's more fulfillment in one set of circumstances than another. Just question it. Just really question that.
1: I believe. I believe that there is. I, I believe that having a family and and, and I mean, you know, children it's, it's, and, and the
0: unit. It's, it's, I mean, that's not you questioning. That's you believing. That's you believing. You're right. I believe I'm right. A family is better. You know, I don't know that that's true. And there's many ways that family expresses. So that's where you want to not be as headstrong in your righteousness and question. Okay, so let us pray. As we turn within... And Annie, as you pray with me, as we all pray for Annie, don't we know right where she's at? I sure do. It's like you have such a conviction. Such a you're so convinced. What you have isn't enough. What you have missed the boat. What you have isn't as good as it should have been. If only we had been wiser when we were younger and we'd done this different and we'd done that different and we would be so happy today. We would be so fulfilled today and yet that is a way we suffer, right? That's the recipe for suffering. And, and and if I distill it to one sentence, it simply is something should be different. Everything should be different. Something should be different than it is. That is the recipe for suffering. And so as we pray for Annie, We're willing to question, should something actually be different? And how could we possibly know? And what would occur if we released our belief, and all a belief is, is an attachment to a thought. I'm so attached. To have a family, it would have been better. To have this, it would have been better. That's just an attachment to a belief, and then we feel we're separate from our good because we don't have the thing we're believing would make us happy. So that's what we're willing on Annie's behalf to clear out. And I'm claiming for Annie a willingness for each and every one of us that relates to this prayer request, a willingness to let go of the belief it should be different. When we let go of it should be different, we are in heaven. And able to radiate the wholeness and the love and light that God is. What I offer to the altar of the Holy Spirit right now is the belief that conditions are what constitutes feeling good. This condition would give me that. This condition would give me this. This condition would give me that. This condition would give me this. I'm knowing for Annie an unconditional willingness to be open to investigating the happy, happiness that is present where Annie is right now. The love, the mercy, the compassion, the joy. All these spiritual qualities are ours. And the only thing that obstructs us from radiating them is our belief system. And the belief system that is predicated on dualism. That's what we're offering up. I bless Annie. I bless her in a willingness, in a humility to question the thoughts she's attached to, to get back of them. Not just take the bait, but question them. I say thank you, dear God, for this. I let go, I let God, and so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you so much.
1: You're thank good. you very, very much. Thank God you. bless you. So, you. so, so, and so inspired
0: thank you you're so welcome you're so welcome inspiring thank you thank you so i can feel isn't it interesting how we just begin out of nowhere and then there are themes to our hours of prayer power ah oh, barb writes in from minnesota dear angela prayer goddess that's very sweet The and we're all prayer goddesses and prayer gods Uh, the theme for today seems to be self-love it is perfect last week I fell down playing pickleball and really banged myself up I wonder on an energy level that I created this in order to do self-care and self-love perhaps it is a reminder to take better care of myself I am asking for prayer for myself and all to have the courage to love ourselves better. Thank you for the divine wisdom and guidance. So this is a great example to speak to, especially in relationship to to Annie's prayer request. So is it a rationalization to look for the opportunity? Barb fell down. she banged herself up. She's wondering, Basically, if this fall, which we would think of as bad, misfortunate, could actually be fortunate, could actually be a gift, could actually have an opportunity in it. It's fascinating, isn't it, Barb, that when we have these things happen, sometimes a light bulb goes in you know, on inside. And in the unified field, everything is conspiring for us, for our good. Everything is actually for us and nothing is against us. So here, Barbara is not rationalizing a fall, right? She's going, okay, what might be the gift in this challenge? And she's come to something A reminder to take better care of herself. Isn't it beautiful that we have these reminders in the universe? And how might we use what we think of as, you know, a problem? How might we see it as an opportunity to listen deeper? Remember, on the surface, egoic mind, it's all good, bad, right, wrong. You got lucky, you didn't get lucky. Good for you, bad for you. It's harsh, it's relentless and it's filled with suffering because even if something goes well, you know it's gonna something's gonna flip. That's the dualistic field. Flip flop, flip flop, flip flop, suffering, suffering, suffering. We drop deeper. There's a deeper space for us to operate our lives out of. That is forgiving. Forgiving love. Forgiving love. Forgiving love. That's the experience I had this morning. I wanted to go into, well, here you are on your own, and you are going to do yoga six days a week, and you already messed up. That's dualistic. That's unforgiving. When I went into prayer, I dropped into the unified field of grace and mercy. I shed some tears. Like, look at me. Already being cruel to myself. And what I experienced in that prayer was yoga. Yoga is yoking. It's oneness. That was my yoga. And this is Barb's. I could call it her yoga, her unification. So it does take courage, though, doesn't it, Barb? It requires such an open mind. Ah! So knowing right where Barb is, there is infinite courage. There is limitless courage. There is courage without end. This courage is supplied to Barb. And we just open deeply to this courage. And Barb claims it names it accepts it for herself. We're here supporting Barb in the recognition of her courage to truly love herself even better. Isn't that exciting? Barb loving herself even better? You know, I wonder what that looks like today. Isn't that fabulous? What would it be like for Annie to love herself better, for me to love myself better, for Jackie to love herself better, for each and every one of us to love ourselves better, more consistently, more deeply, with greater willingness. I say yes to this for Barb, for all of us, so be it, and so it is amen, amen. We take a call from Oregon,
2: uh, Denise. Hi, Angela. No. Um, thank you for taking my call. This has been an amazing segment. And my situation is it's kind of long, so I'm going to just cut to it really. I'm going to try to get right to it. Okay. Um, my son's 44. He's been mentally ill since he was 14. He had a psychotic break more recently, um, and he. This is the first time he's ended up in jail. Um, and um, they keep saying at jail he's not able to really function real well because he's in a psychosis. So he can't figure out the phone system, can't figure out when they serve food, can't figure out basic, like, his visitors, all right? So I have a call in to somebody that can kind of go outside certain protocols you know, um, but certain ones she can't. And I'm trusting that at least each day he's in jail, he's away from alcohol and the um, marijuana that he was medicating with and not doing his other medication. Um, and he did on some level know he um, knows right from wrong because he concealed the vehicle That he supposedly hit and run Um, and it wasn't another vehicle thank goodness and it wasn't a person or anything like that Um, praise God for that Um, but here we are I don't know if he's going to come back Angela that's the bottom line is he's so far out I just don't know if we could pray maybe I guess my willingness to truly let go and let God hear
0: We prayed for your son on another episode, didn't we?
2: Yeah, but he's gotten, trust me. Well, you know, if if you can't stop him at one level, it just tends to really go.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just remembering that prayer. Ah, yeah. So your your thought is he may not come back.
2: No, and I don't, you know, maybe it's just too hard for him here. You know, yeah. You know, it's, it's it's been a long stretch, you know, for him and stuff, and uh, and maybe he doesn't understand the world anymore. Like there's really is a separation, you know. Whatever dimensions he's on is easier to be at than this one, you know.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, meaning our 3D reality here.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm with you, I'm just sitting in the silence, I'm listening to you. What have you learned? Like what has been the gift for you in loving this being from 14 to 44, given the mental health challenge? Like what grace, what What has it brought you?
2: Oh my gosh. um... I think I was really black and white in my life, you know, more, uh, mm-hmm. right? And, um, oh, my gosh, that's repeatedly been getting broken down and expanded, you know? Yes. Um Yeah, and uh, more of an inclusive, uh, almost, almost like uh, learning to love no matter what. Just, you know, that love is pretty much all you can um, bring, so to speak, and, all that you can maneuver from, Uh, everything else is kind of just almost brings you back into a circle, this tight circle of craziness, literally, you know. Um, I'd say that, but uh, it's such a family uh, illness, too. And then with him in jail this time, just even when I call them, um, just trying to get basic information, it's such a deranged system. I imagine it's just the amount of energy that's in there all the time that they always kind of um have to deal with day in and day out Mm -hmm. and then they're they're i think their real agenda is that you come in post bail get them out and then um you know and then it's like uh repeat you know because Mm -hmm. my uh his father just said you know we're not ready to take him out we need to have him in a mandated treatment program because he's not going to do it on his own and we need help and we're not you know Mm -hmm. we bring him out too soon and we'll probably never get him back in jail. I mean, he he would rather die than go to the hospital, so uh I don't think, you know, if he ne- realizes he's facing uh, you know, a 1 to 3 year jail sentence, you know, most likely he'll find a way out of his life altogether. Mm-hmm. So it's it and it's trust. I have to keep learning to trust and put everything in God's hands because I know on some level he's chosen this and all I can do as a mother is try to help navigate the waters. And it's so ironic because it's like my mom was, she died in indigent, she just went off and I knew at a certain point I said to my dad in high school, if we do not get her help, if we don't commit her so, you know, if I'm in my Mm 60s, right, we're going to lose her. And my father just said I can't lock her up and um I said, well, we'll lose her. And sure enough, you know, I mean, but I knew in high school, I knew in my heart, and I'm just having similar feelings with my son, you know, that there just might be a point that mental illness literally sort of overrides it.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I... I, But I hope
2: to be wrong, okay? (laughs) From the call, I I hope it's a belief, even though I've had some proof, but I, I, I... I pray to God that I'm just wrong. I want to be proved wrong on this.
0: How's that? And I want to say, I I hear you in a place of grace, really kind of beyond right and wrong. Like, you know, I think of that phrase by Glennon Doyle. I so deeply appreciate life is brutal, brutal, you know? And again, when we look at your son's life and your life, beyond the field of good and bad, right, and wrong. You know, I hear such extraordinary movements in consciousness and clearly your son is your teacher and our teacher, anyone or anything that moves us from that black and white perspective to the unconditional you know that is extraordinary and you know of course on a human level you have a outcome possibly in your mind that you think would be ideal and maybe those ideal outcomes change day by day given whatever's going on right but the trust that you speak of to me is the trust that life takes care of it life takes care of itself God takes care of itself as your son and I don't hear you when you speak of like what if this world is too harsh for him what if it's not what makes sense for him you know where we want to be centered in as I do my work in prayer is we want to bless and love your son we want to just bless and love your son we want to bless and love the intelligence, guiding his extraordinary existence. And some you know, I, you know, when when we hear words like mental illness, jail, you know, many of us think, oh, that's too bad. But we don't know what your son is learning from within his experience of life. We know you have the experience of jail, deranged, you know, get in, get out, take the bail, you know, the brokenness of the system. But what is the holiness present within the jail cell, within where he is? Where is the holiness? See, when we pray, we're willing to be fools. We're willing to be fools for love. We're willing to know, to presence, there's a secret love with, for, and ahead of your son, wherever he is. We're willing to know that love is guiding this being through his trajectory of earth school and guiding you, guiding his father, guiding the family system in its greater evolution, in understanding and in embracing nonjudgmental experiences. So, as I say all that, what, what occurs for you, Denise?
2: Well, um, your question to me, even today, you know, is very, very deep and, and I really want to spend more time with that. Um, and I think we just kind of need to pray. I feel just like every day, like I kind of come up with something or where I'm at, and then by the end of the day, I, it's no longer there. Do you know what I mean? Everything's changing so quickly. And just talking to you, it just, I don't know really, again, what I said earlier almost is off. You know, it's already shifted, um, but I am not onto the new yet let go, let God, <laughs> yes. and, and trust is my, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, and maybe the self-love that I'm I'm just willing to keep turning it over and willing to, that that's what's best for both he and I, you know, because yes. um, in a way I'm holding my breath and not totally living my life.
0: Yes. Mm. I would love that exhale for you.
2: Yes, yeah. but this is kind of part of that—a little bit of that exhale. You brought it in. Thank
0: That's you. Beautiful. beautiful. So let us, let us, let us truly move into prayer now, Denise and everybody. Thanks. So I, I often speak the quote by Gandhi: "Prayer from the heart can achieve what nothing else in the world can." We come together, each of us willing to just stop whatever we're doing. And focus our attention on this beloved being, Denise. And to know the movement of God is the movement of her life. This movement is the movement of love. The movement of love that Denise is finds a way out of no way. And our prayer begins by blessing her life. It's been said that the universe, God, has no grandchildren. That each being comes forth with mother, father, God guiding it forward through experiences that are divinely designed for an expansion and an extension of love. When we transcend the dualistic realm, all that we would name dark or light, good or bad, become all God. The light and the dark, they are the same to me. Shame is list, listed, judgment is listed, and it is a kaleidoscope of, of experience, of life, of love. And I claim for Denise the capacity to place the focus on herself, to live her own life, to do something kind to her, for herself today. And we support Denise in trust. In trust that goes beyond human understanding, a trust that divine loving intelligence is with her son and for her son, ahead of her son, that her son is born and made in the image and likeness and out of God, that in God there's a way, God makes a way out of no way, we bless deeply and we love deeply through our prayers her son. We bless his neurology. We bless his every aspect of his nervous system. We bless his physicality. We bless his whole being. And let us together, joining together, be miracle-minded in relationship to this being. In God, all things are possible. God makes a way out of no way. And yet, even as we speak all this, we're not outlining the outcome. Okay, then that means this should happen or that should happen. Let us be open-hearted and minded. When I think of Denise's son, I think of miracles, miracles, miracles. When I think of the jail where he is, I think of miracles, miracles, miracles. When I think of what's next, I'm knowing there's an intelligence that's seeing around the corner. I say and, comp- and 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 speak and call us all forth into faith. Blessing Denise, blessing her son, blessing the whole family structure. I accept all are uplifted in the unconditional love from which they all are born. So be it, and so it is. All men, amen, amen. amen.
2: Thank
0: you, Angela. You are so welcome. Ah, oh, I thank you all for being here for prayer on the air. I know there are several hands up we didn't get to, but whatever your prayer requested it is included. It is offered to the prayer field. And I thank you all for your beautiful comments flowing in. I really appreciate hearing from you And something magnificent is happening as we practice prayerfulness throughout our week and really drop into deeper self-love, self-care. Let us pray. I accept that this week's episode of Prayer on the Air is deeply and powerfully blessed I bless each and every soul listening, praying. And I know each of us is a presence of love beyond our comprehension and the love we are that is the love we send to one another. I truly know we are saved by love and we come to these prayer on the air episodes to be saved by love, that each of us might transcend our stressful thinking, that we might truly welcome the wholeness that life is right now, the synchronicity that life is right now. I am claiming for each and every one of us a transcendence, a transcendence from the dualistic field of perception, of duality, that we might truly behold all as well. I offer all our collective stressful thinking to the prayer field. I claim for each and every one of us the willingness to unbelieve, to detach from our stressful thoughts, And maybe one of us listening right now might have a willingness that's deeper than I can even imagine. And through that one willingness from one person here, like dominoes, we all are supported in the deconstruction of our stressful thinking. I claim that I am willing, you are willing, we are living, willing to live in love, as love, for love. In gratitude for this and so much more, I say thank you, I let go, I let God, and so it is, amen, amen, amen. Peace and blessings, peace and blessings. If you are new to Prayer on the Air, I want to say a special welcome to you. Angelamontano.com is where you go to sign up, to get the email, to come to the call live. I welcome you. Again, peace and blessings.